0: Hey, the Langston Jewels. Hey, Paper Maid, what's going on? <laughs> it's going well. Yeah. I mean, it's been I can not tell you. It's it's really great to see a familiar face.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, man. Mm. It's been it's been quite a ride. But we're here. We we're are here. Twenty twenty one. We're 2021. we're starting it. This is a start.
0: And I have to say it's off to a rocky start. Yeah. You know, but hopefully Rocky it Road. does become that 2021 that we're looking for.
1: Absolutely. Do better. Right, right. So we are made it to February. Okay. You know, and you know, January got to have that little residue from the last from last year, you know, yeah. knew, which is so crazy. Yeah. But, you know, we got a new president now. Yes, okay. We do. Okay. All right. Six, 2016 to 2020, you know, it's mm. been, you know, a lot of fuckery, but... You know, I'm done. That's finito with that. Hopefully, that's a dove. It's been interesting, but you know, hopefully we could dial it back a little bit. All right. So, and it's Black History Month, by the way. All right. All right. Another plus right there. Yeah. Valentine's Day is coming up too. You know, it's still COVID, but. You know, people are still trying to work their way around that. You know, hopefully, if you have that special somebody, if you don't have that special somebody, if you're trying to find that special somebody, you know, and all everyone that's in between. I Mm. just hope that you know we're able to just get through that together. The cuddle buddy season has
0: kind of been a little interrupted,
1: right? Right. So maybe we can just talk about like love and like what it is and what it is. Okay. (laughs) And so, all right. So, ladies, gentlemen, sit back, relax. This is the Valentine's Day episode with Paper Maid and B. Next to Jules. Black Hypothesis. This is D. Langston Jules
0: and Paper Maid, and
1: we are Black Black Hypothesis, Hypothesis. STEM for for the the Culture.
0: culture. So speaking of love, I would Mm. say I've never really been a romantic, per se. Mm. You know, growing up, I was the type to be overly skeptical and practical Mm -hmm. of those types of emotions, so... Like, love and infatuation I never really got. I was that friend in the group that would be like, Girl, you're not in love with him. (laughs) Who is he? You've only known him for, like, a month, two months. Like, that's not love, you know? Um, And it all came from me just thinking practically about the people in my life who I loved. I had known them for... 13 years. So in mm. my mind it's like that is a requirement mm. <laughs> for you to experience right uh those kind of feelings. The so
1: qualifications.
0: Yeah, qualifications like mm. I was not uh emotionally mature enough to like really understand or and I had never experienced those feelings before. So mm-hmm. which is probably a symptom of my personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean I get that.
1: I, yeah, I mean I would say the same for me too. I I, I wouldn't say like if I was to describe love, I'm, I'm not going to be like, you know, it's, oh, it's, it's the birds and the bees and butterflies and this is us episodes. No, 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 no. All right. It's <laughs> definitely not like that. I've actually been called like soulless the other day. Yeah. Like, they
0: Oh, I get that.
1: People are actually kind of hurtful. sometimes.
0: They don't think, <laughs> they Just think that we don't have person. feelings. Right. And that makes us like emotionless. I get cold. Right. I get cold all the time. Cold, oh, you're so
1: cold. Cold and soulless. Yeah.
0: And and they think that will hurt somebody's feelings. You're but not cold. You're actually, it really at doesn't hurt 68. my feelings. Degrees
1: Fahrenheit. That's not cold at all. Right. Make sure you let them know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. To all those people that think we don't understand, maybe you don't understand what love is. Love is the human body's reaction to hormones being secreted by the brain.
0: That's mm-hmm. all it is. Okay, mm-hmm. and if
1: you don't believe me, let's dig into it a little bit more. Let's dig into we? it. All right, all right, all right. So, I was reading this article um, from a Harvard University student, and uh, she kind of breaks it down love the, in the romantic sense into three categories. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, she breaks it down into lust, attraction, and attachment. Mm. Okay. Um, so, so when you think about like chemistry and things like that, that's kind of where we're going with that. Yeah. Right.
0: People say that all the time. Like, oh, we have chemistry.
1: Right. And each category is associated with like the production of these types of hormones that I, that I mentioned very briefly before that causes these reactions, which drives these emotions, mm. you know? So, um, lust. Ooh. Okay. All right. mm-hmm what do we think about we think about sexual gratification mm. right that's at the base that's all it really is and the hormone that's behind that that drives that emotion testosterone and estrogen all very right. simple everyone has it uh you know every normal you know healthy person has it the Test- gonies
0: right those right. are the gonads right and
1: they have both uh i guess women have more estrogen than men i think you could probably test it out. Yeah, that's
0: cyclical excretion. Yeah.
1: Right. And men, I don't think we have any cyclical anything, but I think we have more <laughs> testosterone than estrogen in yeah. our bodies, you know? So that's the main player. And traditionally, I feel like we just need to understand that it's it's good for the human body to have these type of hormones mm-hmm. and to be driven by lust sometimes because that's why there's 8 billions of us honestly i mean that's mm-hmm. why that's why the most of the uh, us 8 billion people are here you know yeah. i mean it's for the perpetuation of the human race yes. you know and i think it's whatever the brain is doing to make us do that it's doing a pretty good job cuz there's a, a lot of
0: us damn good job
1: right right <laughs>
0: that's the whole point i feel like you're saying of these these uh the need for sexual gratification you're there wanting and feeling these things these strong emotions because it's an evolutionary development to make you or to to influence you to have kids and mm-hmm. procreate
1: mm-hmm. right that's the base right so there's nothing really like deep about that and you mentioned estrogen before and cyclical uh stuff that so i guess that probably affects you yeah a because
0: uh the these articles and scientific research has been showing that testosterone kind of is, it's very potent when it comes to um, influencing this emotion, this feeling of lust. Uh, But so does estrogen. It just seems to, because it's cyclical, it's, it's higher or more potent when it's highest, which is kind of like right around the time of ovulation. So women tend to report that they're, um more lustful around that time
1: right and another thing that i that i read was that you know when the hypothalamus that's the part of the brain that is is kind of it starts off that reaction
0: Mm.
1: when that is activating and you're starting to like get into that really lust mode your prefrontal cortex of your brain the part that's responsible for like critical thinking and good decisions and responsible Mm -hmm. stuff that's like off by the (laughs) way so you know it's not you know, it's normal if the Decisions. other day, yeah, right, if the next day you wake up or you, you think about something you did the other day, like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Like I regret that. Mm. You know, it's it's not all our fault. You know, we're, we're wired a certain way, you know. I mean, gotta take responsibility. It is kind of your fault, but you know, it's also not our fault at the same time. So gotta give ourselves a break.
0: That's how we're wired.
1: Right. So the second uh category that I mentioned was attraction. <whistles> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a little more different from lust. Um The main chemicals, what are the main chemicals are? um,
0: Dopamine mm, and neuroepinephrine and also serotonin is involved just differently.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So dopamine, that's like the, that's one of the hormones that we just listed and it's the reward center or it's like the reward, the reward part of your brain. Mm. So when you're doing something and the brain wants you to let you know that you're doing something that's good. It makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you start, sometimes you start to get like a rush, mm-hmm. you know, it's similar to like the runner's high. I've never got it. Cause I don't run far enough. I hate running, but you know, the <laughs> you runner's high. Right. Or if you're like, like for me, like one time I went to a store and I tried to buy these sneakers. It was like $50 and they got the price wrong. It was like $5. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got the sneakers, I got out of there. I had such a rush. I was yeah. like, I feel like I just robbed them. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a thrill. So something like that. And it, it can almost give you like a type of high, you know, yeah. off of it. Because so, it's because you feel so good. Mm-hmm. And that's good to have that. But, you know, sometimes you have to think that too, too much of a good thing isn't, A good thing as well you know so That's why that that same high that I talked About you kind of get that when you're uh, Consuming certain types of drugs Like cocaine or something like that Mm -hmm. There's something in that chemical that prolongs that, that, um, That high That I'm describing before To a point where people start to like kind of want it again and again. So mm-hmm. you start chasing it, you know, mm-hmm. it and after it can get, be addictive. Right. Right. Exactly. So it can be addictive. You start acting irrational and the prefrontal cortex is not working anymore. Yeah. You're just thinking about something else. So things can get very crazy. And if it's not drugs, it could be like it could be a person, too. Right. Because You mm-hmm. talking about love. If you meet someone and you just like being around them so much and you just you just get like that same high. Just, yeah. Right. The feel good. <laughs> right right exactly and if it's not like a very healthy type of relationship or if they're like not a good person but they just make you feel that way it can manifest things like jealousy or irrational behaviors or cheating and things like that so we really got to be mindful of it and not try to um not try to feed too much into that but just know that's what's happening when you feel that rush when you're with somebody right it's
0: a good thing but too much of a good thing Is a bad thing.
1: Don't act the ass out here. All right.
0: (laughs) And those physical responses that you're talking about, that high, they're um, they're commonly thought to increase heart rate. You know, when you're thinking about that attraction, that good feeling, oh, your heart is racing, your hands are getting clammy. And that is what led to a common understanding in the past that love was... A feeling that came from the heart, you know, because you're feeling that heart pounding. So it's, it's like a natural thing to think, oh, this is coming from my heart. But like you said, these hormones are definitely being uh, secreted by uh, brain functions. So something that I thought was really interesting about that article and others was the fact that researchers are seeing... Uh, a comparison between the low serotonin levels when you're really attracted to someone mm-hmm. and the low serotonin levels that they see in people with OCD. So, OCD is obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why I said the serotonin is a little different than what we're talking about, you see with the dopamine and the norepinephrine, because it's low, it's not high. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking that it could explain you know that obsession and that you know irrational behavior sometimes that we see when you're getting that addiction to somebody like you're you become infatuated and you're obsessed with them it could you know this low serotonin level which uh does kind of like regulate mood and stuff like that could be a part of that right it's really interesting like we really do get obsessed over these people
1: right and you know it's can be kind of messy, you know, from Whoa. anywhere, from just a situation shift to a murder suicide. So a you got to be mess. <laughs> you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And I feel
0: like knowing these things and being conscious of it kind of would help to be careful. So I'm glad we're going over it.
1: Right. Okay, cool. So the third one is
0: uh attachment. And the chemicals are that are released or that are attributed to this type or uh, characteristic of love is oxytocin and
1: vasopressin vasopressin right 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 thanks thanks for jogging my memory right right so yeah so these chemicals and hormones they're they, they're what make the brain more amenable to long-term relationships and building long-term bonds right mm. almost like what you see with like you said with um you need to know someone for 13 years yeah, that's like the type <laughs> of thing right like a mother-daughter yeah. bond or something familial, yeah. or something that Will help you to think. Okay, this is a friend and not a foe. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, oxy oxytocin, yeah. oxytocin. That is something that helps with that. So it's very important because they aren't the same. You shouldn't mix these this emotion or this part of love with lust and attraction, you know, yeah. results may, if you don't get it right, <laughs> like it could be really messy for you. So Revol- results. I don't may think vary. it can
0: get messier, but right. yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think it's so interesting that as we evolve as people, we are such complex organisms that our body knows that, you know, we don't need one necessarily to have the other. Our body can produce, uh, oxytocin and vasopressin to help us connect with those that we love in a way that does not make us attracted to them or lustful Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And these chemicals are released just by, you know, natural processes. They're released in, yes, they can be released while you're having sex, but they don't have to be is the point. Um, They're released while breastfeeding or even uh, childbirth because Mm. it's, called like oxytocin has a nickname as the the cuddle hormone okay so basically it's allowing you to have that moment of of feeling like you belong to something and they belong to you Mm. and sharing a space that makes you able to really connect
1: you know honestly this might be super obvious but it kind of makes sense i guess that's maybe like for mammals they need that yeah. Because the, the kid is gonna need the child is gonna need milk, right? Because sure. when I watch like nature shows and stuff, after I see like a reptile or a fish have a baby, they just swim the fuck off and that's it. Like I right, deuces <laughs> You know, good luck with that. I'll see you at the next I'll see you at the next barbecue or yeah. whatever, you know. But it's not like that for
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same for us at all. We need to have that feeling that um, you know what? Do me a favor, the next time You are able to see the people that you love in person. You know, when COVID starts to die down just a little bit because you know you've been meaning to feel like you belong to somebody or a part of your group or family. When you give them that first hug after months of not seeing them, don't give them just like a quick little oh or the one-handed, you know. Give them a nice big hug with both your arms and stay there for like 20 seconds. And scientists have shown that if you wait there a while, you'll feel you'll you'll be able to actually consciously tell when you start to feel better. When you feel that oxytocin and and the vasopressin, which is going to dilate your uh, your blood vessels for you to feel that good feeling like, oh, can, I feel consoled. I feel comforted. I feel like, you know. Oh, OK. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. No, I might try that. I might try that.
0: So we've discussed the categories that involve chemical reactions Mm -hmm. that help us to physically and biologically experience love, Mm -hmm. right? But did you know that there are social cues that initiate these chemical reactions for us? Okay. Yeah, they help us to show that we love someone and help us to perceive when someone loves us. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more about these, these social cues, I would suggest trying and listening to The Five Love Languages, The Secret of Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman on Audible. Just check out audibletrial.com slash Hypothesis cl- or click the link below to claim your free month subscription today.
1: All right, cool, cool. I heard it's a good book. I don't like to read. So let's just bring this back. Let's just bring this back. <laughs> didn't really? get too, too much into the educational stuff. All right. So what does got to do with me? What does that do with us? Valentine's Day is still coming up. All right. Mm-hmm. I got no plans. Yeah. All right. All right. We heard about all these chemicals and hormones and stuff like that. How can we apply this to that day if we care to? Okay. Mm. Um, let's see. All right. So let's just go one by one attraction, mm-hmm. right? So we talked about the dopamine levels. Uh one way that's really simple uh if you have someone to share a moment with, uh to release some dopamines is to just do something spontaneous. You know, bring that person uh if you even if you hang out with that person a lot or all the time, don't do something that you guys haven't done before. Even if it's the same activity, do it in a different part of town, try to have them do a different activity that you've never done before, something yeah. very engaging, outdoors, just put them in a new environment. And that Right, and that will help to give that that little rush that they that they want to see, right, because mm-hmm. you know, they're doing something new with someone that they care about anyway. Um, so that's uh, one way to do it. Attachment, Right. Um, like cute little touching, holding hands—you know, things just to, to stimulate, help increase the oxytocin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps too, you know, the hugs, the twenty-second hugs. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, those little things like that you can definitely do. Yeah. Um, and steal a
0: little.
1: Right, right, hold. right. Do, do, do the do the little shoulder. Yeah, touch. Yeah, the
0: shoulder touch. The small, the touch of the small Move the, the back. hair, brush yeah, the see, hair. you know all the moves, bro. Oh. Like. <laughs> We really, do, right, we really right, do, though. Right, we really do, right? Yeah, mine's
1: <laughs> is the shoulder and like the hand on the back, just a little bit, and then you know I just let, let off, but
0: mm. definitely.
1: So and okay, and there is lust, which is the most obvious one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if as long as you're in a very uh responsible um, situation with mutual relation, respect, with mutual respect, <laughs> you know, you guys neither of you have COVID, and you know, you should, if you're able to, you know, quarantine together for 14 days afterwards. Why not have some sex?
0: Yeah, have some sex. Keep it going like this. That is, I would say that responsibly. I think that sex and and uh, orgasms are most certainly, like clinical clinically shown to improve mood and to like decrease depression and anxiety and all of that like it should be scripted mm. it should be scripted as a medicational. No, this is medicinal here you go i want you to have twice a
1: day
0: <laughs> 30 days yeah for sure <laughs> Come so back for a
1: refill. <laughs> if
0: 2020 got you down Make sure that you try to make 2021 amazing by making a great Valentine's Day using all these tips.
1: Okay. I really like these tips. You could definitely sign me up. I mean, I think I'm the only person here, but hopefully all the listeners also are down for that. Um, How else can they sign up?
0: Well, you guys should show us some love. Is how you should... Sign up and get involved in Black Hypothesis and other uh, companies out there that are trying to make 2021 a great year for all of us black people. Where's
1: the love, people? Show us the love.
0: Okay, follow us. And uh, we really want to hear from you guys. That's another thing. So when we go ahead and give you our email and on our instagram and all of that make sure you reach out to us let us know what you love about the show and and what you'd like to hear from us so that's not just the regular invitation that's like an invitation for you to really do something all right you (laughs) that's for you
1: you all right cool all right cool so uh, i think that's all the love i'm all loved out yeah i'm loved out
0: Mm. i got so much more to give Mm. Well,
1: (laughs) unless you want to do the show by yourself. Let's try to end this (laughs) up. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch!
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Black Hypothesis. You can find us on all available streaming platforms, so be sure to subscribe. If you like this episode, give us five stars. Follow us at Black Hypothesis on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And if you'd like to reach out concerning any ideas for the show, critiques, or requests to appear as a guest on the show, then uh, just send us an email at blackhypothesis at gmail.com. Join the hype.